Welcome to this week's show. And what we're going to talk about is your environment dictating your performance. Now, during COVID, um, and no COVID's still going on, but during lockdown, I think we found that a massive amount and everyone was in lockdown. We couldn't leave the houses apart from a short walk every single day. So what happened was your lounge became your office, became your place you train, became the place you socialise. And some of you didn't even have a lounge to yourself, should your parents, etc. And you felt probably felt overwhelmed and felt like one, you couldn't get jobs done. And two, you couldn't do an exercise properly because it was all in one location. Now, I know Fionn does a lot of topic, um, talk about this topic. So what do you think then? What are your biggest takeaway points? What do you think about why people can't perform in certain areas and why they need to, you know, different locations to suit different environments? Um, well, I think it's quite important to be able to focus. I think focus is quite important. And if you're, obviously, if you're in a quite stressful environment, that um, maybe not, maybe stressful is not the word for it, but it's, say if you're at home and you've got, you know, a couple of other people there and you've maybe got a dog and then, you know, people coming in and out of the house, then you can't really get your head down and put your full attention into something. And that means that the quality of it's probably not going to be the best. So I think that creating uh, an environment where you can go and be solo or if you perform well, if you're, if you're doing something um, like a, um, a task that involves someone else and you, and you feel like you bounce quite well off of them, then maybe go and do that with them. But you need to be in a, well, for me anyway, I feel, I feel like a closed area where you can just put your head down and just essentially just put walls up and just do what you're doing within that time because... If you're, if you're going to spend an hour doing something and you're at home and someone comes in and chat to them for five minutes and then, you know, the dog barks and you look at that for, you know, all these different little things are going to add up and you're only going to be spending 25, maybe half, tw 25 minutes, maybe half an hour on the actual task. But the, the quality of that is going to be very, very low because you haven't been able to get yourself, like you could say, into the groove of doing it. So I feel like creating a, an environment where you can just, put your head down, block everything out and, and really get into the task is, is essential, yeah. I agree with you, mate. I've said, like, I'm a big fan of like, home workouts. And I think, you know, if, if that's all you've got available, then definitely, then you should definitely do a home workout. But I do feel like I can't get myself as pumped up to do a home workout as I could go into the gym. And yeah. it, going to the gym, it's like you step through the doors and all of a sudden you know you're there to go to the gym. Whereas yeah. when you're at home, and I've started like kitting my garage out just in case we get lockdown number two. And yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I don't imagine it come like kind of full on lockdown like last time. But I just thought I'd get it all ready so, so it did happen. But yeah. if I go to the garage and train, that's okay. If I'm in the lounge and training, I, I don't want to train. I think it's nothing, yeah. it just doesn't, it doesn't G me up. I don't feel any enthusiasm to train at all. And for me, going to the gym is like a social thing. You know, that's like yeah. a switch off. And if you're at home all the time, you're constantly figuring out something you've got to do at home, at home, at home. And you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Whereas actually going to the gym, taking yourself away from where you relax makes a big, big difference. Definitely. Uh, what, what a couple of things I've um, heard over lockdown as well, because obviously loads of people started doing podcasts and writing books and reading, writing blogs and all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> but one of the things I did hear was... Um, you need to build a relationship with certain areas. So if you were stuck in your house and you wanted to exercise 
but you also wanted to do maybe like um, schoolwork or you know work from home um, but you also wanted to sleep but you also wanted to relax and you need to build a relationship with them different places so you wouldn't sleep in your bed but you wouldn't do your work in there as well because when you know that you're that you're tired and you need to go to sleep your relationship with your bed that's all it should be you shouldn't have cross relationships because then it gets your head confused even though we know that that's our bed that where we're going to go to sleep um consciously and we know that if we're going to sit there we're going to do some work however subconsciously subconsciously it messes with us we don't know what we're doing at that stage so if you go to bed at half 10 your brain might be thinking oh well am i going to do some work now or am i going to go to sleep so it's it's jogging without you even thinking about it and same with like your lounge if you're doing your burpees and your setups in your lounge but then you want to come in uh, maybe you've been do doing some shopping you come in and you want to chill out for a minute and just watch some tv again your brain's going to be like well am i going to go for a workout or am i going to chill out and it's creating it's just creating civil unrest within your head and we maybe we not we might not realize that but it's, you need to build a relationship with the places so like for you like you just said prime example when you step into the gym you know for exact you know exactly when you go in there that's the, that's your time to train because you have that relationship with it and your brain already knows that um, you wouldn't go to the gym and just kind of sit on the sofa and you know scroll for Instagram for an hour, would you? Some people doing that. So, well, yes. <laughs> There's a lot of people that do that. Like yeah. When you um, go back to the bedroom thing, I, it's interesting because I, I read that ages ago. It goes your bedrooms for sleeping or sex, like literally two things. Sleeping or sex, yeah. Yeah, nothing else. So yeah. And then, but people go in there and they sit on the laptop and they watch like a movie like Netflix. And then yeah. they wonder why they're wired and they can't sleep at night. And they're like going, oh, I can't sleep at night. And I, I talked to them. I like to people. I said, what's your sleep habit like? Oh, well, my partner has a TV on like at night because they can't sleep without the TV. And I'm like, well, that's affecting your sleep. And your partner's not even sleeping that well because if the TV's on, they're definitely not even sleeping. Like they're sleeping, yeah. but they're not sleeping. And You're not it, good, yeah. Yeah, it's just like become a bad habit. It's like eating a pack of biscuits before you go to bed. Well, you might like eating a pack of biscuits, but it's not good for you. Like, yeah. it isn't good for you to have a TV in your bedroom. You shouldn't have a TV. It's not just, your body's not designed to like sit in bed and watch TV. It's just, it's creating a, like a lazy habit. And I always think yeah. to myself, I would never put a TV in my bedroom, ever. Like, ever. I'm really big about sleep. I think sleep habits are so important. So I always make sure, like, I read even if it's just 10 minutes before I go to bed, that proper switches yeah. me out and zones me out. I make sure the room is pitch black. So I have thick curtains, you know, I make sure I try and minimize noise as much as possible. Um, I've even got plants in the house and the room now because plants allow plants. oxygenation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've got two house plants, put them in there. And my sleep is like spot on. And I think because you think your sleep's good, you feel better from it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. If you knew that you're going to set yourself up for a good quality, of sleep before and they that you know that you've got the things planned out for the day then it just creates a very calm mindset doesn't it you, you yeah. just know that you've achieved things you've done them right yeah i think anyone out there i know we're um talking about um environment but anyone out there struggles with sleep massively struggles with sleep it's like a fat person trying to lose weight right because they're not implementing the basic fundamentals to improve their sleep or to lose weight so with someone who's overweight and if you have to be an overweight that's absolutely fine i'm not judging if you want to lose weight however eat less move more and exercise resistance based training the three fundamentals when it comes to improving your sleep it needs to be meditation 
which is a game changer. That improved my sleep massively. It's about taking away technology from your room, switching off technology two hours before you go to bed, reading a book, maybe having a warm bath before you go to bed. All of those things, right? If you literally just go from the TV to your bedroom and then wonder why you can't sleep, you're not really doing anything to try and benefit. And people do the old standard. Oh, I did it for a few days, didn't work. Try doing it for six months. You know, try doing meditation every single day, 10 minutes every single day for six months and then say if it worked or not. It, it, it frustrates the life out of me that people don't invest enough time to actually try and combat an issue. You know, mm. they say it, yeah, it's, they, 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 give it a chance. Yeah, they say it upsets them that much, right? And it affects their life that much that they've got no energy, but they're not willing to invest X amount of time for a period of time to improve that yeah. lifestyle. You know, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't because make you, sense. You've, you've, baffles you've, me. You spent so much time. In that in that area of not being happy, then you know you think of, say for say someone was like that for a year. You had terrible sleep for a year, and you felt every single day you felt rough. You tracked it. Maybe you wrote it down saying, "Oh, out of ten, my energy levels are four or or whatever," and it showed for a year that you were f- feeling like crap. Then you spent a whole year feeling like that. So why couldn't you spend a month, two months feeling trying to feel better and feeling the results? Because that's only like what a sixth. Of, of of the amount the amount of time that you felt terrible, it's a, it's a very small number yeah. in comparison to how long you'd probably feel te- um crap for. But people just don't invest the time in themselves nowadays. No, I know. You get the people like, for example, and they go, and I'm not judging anyone for it, but it's like mm. you, you get people that go like, oh, I don't, I do know, I don't have the time to do this, right? So I don't have the time to exercise or eat better. But then you think, well, what's the what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is eat shit and don't do anything. And then literally you look back in three years time, you're still exactly the same position as what you were three years ago. But yeah. actually in a way you're probably worse. So then you're going to start then, or you're going to leave it and wait for another three years of being unhappy. So it's like having a bad partner, isn't it? You like go for years, you know, the partner's not right. You know, it ain't good. Right. Yeah. And rather than knock on the head and accepting it, you're like, well, I might persevere with it because it might get better. But if you already know deep down in your heart of hearts, it's not going to get any better why delay it and prolong the agony, right, of like one, two years when you're going to be yeah. exactly the same situation as what you are then and you waste all that time? So when it comes to work, relationships, fat loss, or it comes to improving your sleep, right, yeah, the environment does dictate success. But also, don't doing nothing about it and then looking back two years later or two years forwards, is you're going to be in exactly the same situation, but it's probably worse situation. So don't sit there and moan. Do something about it now, because two years later, I'll look back and go, my sleep's better. My weight is down. My work is better. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not just going to happen like that as well. Like, like you're saying, it's two years down the line. Think about the, think about the time then. Um, you know, I know we always talk about a bit of putting small sustainable steps in is really what's going to help. I don't mean steps as in walking. I mean, you should be doing them, but small sustainable steps as in one, you know, maybe for two weeks of the month, you don't watch TV for bed for two weeks. You do because you maybe enjoy that. Maybe you do one night on one night off and you see how you, how better you feel one of the other days and you will say, Oh, well that, you know, that's cheated me up a little bit. I feel less tired this morning or, you know, 
maybe start drinking more water so you feel less dehydrated. Because I know sometimes when I don't drink enough water and I go to bed, I'm then I've got like a not a banging headache, but I've, my head's a little bit like I, I I feel like a little prune in bed, you know, like wrapped up in my in my blanket. I feel like a little fruit. dried fruit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. you mean, mate? Yeah. Do you know what I mean, though? Because sometimes no, exactly you, you, you know you haven't drunk enough water and you feel terrible. Yeah. So just, just doing little things like maybe drinking a little bit more water or a night, an evening walk, you know, instead of watching the TV, put the remote down, put the Netflix down and go walk the dog for half an hour or, or, or whatever it is, or just go and sit in the garden and take in some natural light or, you know, taking some sounds from outside. I know, just little, little, try new things. People, people are afraid of trying things that they haven't tried before because they, they're afraid of failure. But it, another analogy I heard the other day is, if you're here and you're sleep terrible, you're not feeling great, um, you know, you're not, you're not progressing and there's something that's up here that you think is going to work for you and you go up there to try it and it doesn't work, why are you afraid? Because all you're going to be is back down at where you started. Yeah. So you're no lesser to where you were before anyway. So actually trying new things is one of the most important things that you can do because 95% of the time it probably won't work, but that 5% it will. So you'll be another step up. It's like a ladder. You've got to work your way up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so essential that people try new things because if, if you don't, progress isn't going to happen. That's the thing. It's like being us on here, right? We've done this now. What this is our sixth week, seventh week, maybe doing it, right? I see so many people doing podcasts, right? And so many people start yeah. it and they don't even make episode number three and they give up, right? Mm. So, and the thing is, people go, it didn't work. But of course, it's not going to work straight away. You, like, no one is an overnight success. You think Ed Sheeran yeah. banged out A Team on his first song? <laughs> you sat with a guitar, right? And he thought, I'll smash out A Team. Yeah, number one record selling. But he like bust and he bust and he just played, you know what I mean? Played in pubs and clubs and stuff like that. And then people, yeah. people have the audacity to say, oh, he's lucky. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's three times you can either, you can win money, you can inherit money, or you can work for it. Yeah. And that's what resonates with me because I think you can win it, but if you win it, you don't know how you made it in the first place. So the more likely you won't end up losing it. You can inherit yeah. it, which don't get me wrong, nothing against it. But again, you don't know how you made it in the first place. So more than likely you'll probably end up losing it. Or you could work for it. I'd rather work for it. That's the thing. Yeah. And it's like the body, for example. What I love about fitness, I love about health, is you can't win a good body. You've got all the yeah. money in the world. People are millionaires, billionaires, trillionaires. But at the end of the day, you can have the best trainer in the world, but you've got to put the effort in. You know? Well, and that's what, that's what I love. You, I, I know you, it's probably, it might, might spark a little bit of debate, but people have, I know it's a very small percentage of people, but there are some people who have like, amazing genetics but yeah. on the contrary you do have to you do have to work with that don't you i mean you can guess i guess you can say that's an inheriting a good body but you can't win it yeah. i don't know what how do you feel about that like genetics wise well my my mate tom right uh, stupidly good physique like uh, like like i think of like for his physique he's great and yeah he naturally just looks good and when he trains yeah. he just gets even better but if what people don't see is what he eats, right? And how hard he trains. The bloke's ridiculous. He's like a, he's like a machine, right? It's, it's, it's stupid. And he eats the most ridiculous diet ever. It's, it's the most boring, bland diet ever, but he likes that. He's literally yeah. like a machine. And you could just tell him what to eat and he just does it. But he'll train for hours and hours. Most people aren't willing to do that. So yeah, he has yeah. got great genetics, but also along with great genetics, he literally eats 
like a robot and he trains like a robot. But the majority of us can't do that. But hard work yeah. always beats genetics because it's like a gifted person or a person with great talent. If they don't put the work in, they'll never get to where they want to be. And that's, yeah. what I, that's what I love the most. I love the most that actually there are people in the fitness industry that are far, far, or could be far better than me or you. But the difference yeah. is they're lazy. And I like, yeah. the, I like the fact of always being the underdog and always being the fact of having to learn more and read more and putting more effort in and trying different things and seeing what things didn't work. But I'll always try things and I'll always persevere yeah. at them. And, you know, you get people in the fitness industry, they say apparently personal trainers last like two years. Right. Yeah, and then they give up, right? Well, I've, I've been here like, what, 13 years? Yeah. So it just goes to show that, like, you kind of plug it in, plug it in, and actually now... And an up and change. Button. It's just yeah. turning up each day, isn't it? It's yeah, like, yeah, it's basically, like, yeah. Yeah. Like when you when you want a promotion at work, you wouldn't you wouldn't like yeah, if if you're looking for a promotion at work, say in any job or whatever it is, and you've got to turn up five days a week, you wouldn't you wouldn't turn up two days of the week one week, three days the other week, one week, one day the other week, and then five days the other week. You have to turn up consistently every day to, to push on. So what what you're saying about that is to, is to build the momentum, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, mate. That's the thing. And the thing is, once you get it going, it's great. And it's like with fat loss. Once you start losing weight, people lose more weight. But it's seeing yeah. that initial weight loss. It's, it's getting on the train, getting the tracks going, right? And once you've got the tracks going, the weight loss starts to come and it gets motivating. I mean, you sort of yeah. Andrea, for example. Like, now she's hell of a motivated. She wouldn't... I, don't, I can't imagine her putting weight on. Do you see what I mean? John, mother um, client lost weight and now I can't imagine his life being any different like it's like that is just John that's who he becomes but I think the problem with a lot of people is they're like here they want to be here but if they broke through that ceiling and just got a little bit took a big step up then they'd smash it but most people just go around here all the time they think it's all right to keep eating overeating every weekend they think it's all right to drink every single night but the the point is you have to go for a period of doing stuff you perhaps don't enjoy to then get to a level where you can actually like ease off the gas a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you need to put yourself, uh, and it relays back to what I was saying about. I can't actually remember now. But anyway, what was I about to relay that back to? You? It's about putting yourself out of the comfort zone. Yeah. So obviously, you'll sit like you're saying at that level, that little pool, and you want to get up to there. But to do, oh, it's try new things. You know, we all need to try new things, new experiences. Because if we don't. The only thing that's going to happen is we're going to come back down to that level. But same context, you know, you need to get yourself out of the comfort zone to to progress. Because if, if you're in your little bubble and someone over there is doing something, but you, you would have no idea that that's going to positive, positively impact you in a way, whether it's your fat loss, whether it's your mental health, whether it's your job, whatever, all these different things. If you know, if you don't know that that's there and that's an opportunity and you don't give it a go, then, then you're not then you're not allowing yourself to progress. So making yourself un- uncomfortable is one of the most important things to do because it, it, it makes us stronger mentally as well as physically. Definitely. And I think like you said, the environment, I mean, for anyone out there at the moment, you know, and you're struggling with training and you're training from home, get a gym membership. So I mean, I think it baffles me at the time when people say about price, for example, like the gym we work at, it, it's a pound a day. You yeah. know, I buy Costa Coffee most days now. I'll be honest, I've worked out of my head. It's expensive when you work out every year. I probably shouldn't yeah. be doing it. But then I think to myself, I don't go out drinking alcohol, right? 
I, I am, you know, I've barely gone away this year at all. So if I enjoy yeah. Costa Coffee now and again, then yeah, I'm going to have one. But it's like, people don't even think about the repercussions of what they spend. They go out on a weekend, they blow a hundred pound, right? Yeah. But a hundred pound on a weekend would invest in free quality sessions with us, right? A gym membership, you know, and great tasting food from Waitrose. And that would be the hundred pound. So they'd have a, a great diet, they'd have a great body, and they'd have a great mental attitude. And that would be all for the price of that one night out, which gives them a severely bad hangover and makes them feel terrible the next day. But, but they're weighing up the price and they're saying, oh, well, actually, you know, I think you're a bit expensive, but I'm all right to buy 15 Jaeger bombs. Well, doesn't make sense. Mm. What do you want in life? Fair enough, if that's what you want to do. If you want to go out every weekend and get absolutely belted, right? And then Sunday morning, feel sorry for yourself and then go back for it again. And like your age, 100% feel. I mean, I'm not literally, you, as a youngster, you have to 100% go out and get smashed. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, some people say, oh, don't do it. Well, it's, I'm not saying don't, I don't say do it every single weekend. Part of the past of being young. Of course it is. You've got to learn. But you get to a point in your life when you realise, is it really all about going out and getting battered? And I'm in that position now when I think to myself, the hangover isn't worth the going out. That's just how I feel. Drinking, drinking to the idea of me going out to three, four in the morning, it, it actually makes me feel sick at the moment. Like thinking about it, thinking about the, how I would feel the next day. Like I, it, the waste of a day, like the write off day, the feeling like crap, the non productivity, the lack of work, the lack of, you know, you know my mood would be things. And I'm, I'm adding it all up, and already in my head, I already know it's a bad idea. But yeah. that's not to say I wouldn't do it. But I will do it a lot less. And me, far between, that's it. Yeah, for me to go out, it's going to have to be a, a bloody good event, like events going on. You know, music, yeah, hotel it, it, It's going to yeah. have to be a weekend of it, and understanding that I'll probably have Monday off because I yeah. know that I'll just accept that that will be how it is. But it won't. I won't be doing. I just don't feel the. I don't feel the achievement of doing random nights out on a Saturday. Just I'm happy, but I'm happy getting up Sunday morning early, going for a dog walk, and doing a sea swim. And then going yeah. doing a Sunday night run. And I know I wouldn't be able to do that if I was going out until four or five in the morning. That's the but, thing. And, and you do, yeah. back to environment, relaying that back in, you know that that's an environment that you don't want to put yourself in. Yeah. Because, because, because if you do, bad choices come, bad food, overconsumption of alcohol, bad sleep. The next day you'll be in your gym jams on the sofa, cuddling the dogs, feeling sorry for yourself. And that's an environment that you just, you, you say to yourself, well, but why would I want to do that? Because you want to progress. So for a lot of people, obviously, that would put you out of your comfort zone. But that's not what we're trying to talk about here. Yeah. We're trying to talk about productive things that will put you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I just think I stack it up. I, you have to weigh it up now. And it's, the book I'm reading yeah. is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it says, like, some people are, I'm very much work-orientated. And then some people are family-orientated. And then other people are this. And some people, are like, they live for the high. So the high gets bigger and bigger. So, you know, yeah. like they do one thing and then it's like, oh, God, do the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And then problem is that follows a massive low. But yeah. you have to basically, it gives you like examples. It says, oh, your boss asks you to stay on late at work, but you're taking your partner out that night. What do you do? And it's like, it's basically saying that you can either be a, a, a you know, relationship kind of person and go, no, my, my partner comes first. Or you can be a work-orientated person and say, my work comes first. But what you've got to think is the end in mind. So you've got to think about what you're here on this planet for. So what your goal is, you know, end in mind. And yeah. you've got to make sure that it aligns with that. So you've got like rules, like non-negotiables in a way. For example, right, yeah. 
on a Sunday, I don't work, right? So if I start working on a Sunday, I've broken my rule. Yeah. And that, that's not okay because that then becomes a problem because I've then made allowance. It happens on that Sunday. Do you see my point? So it's like, yeah, I switch. Do it once, then it's like, oh, I can maybe do it next. You, well, you wouldn't say, oh, maybe do it next Sunday, but next Sunday you might get a message free or you know, yeah. like an email you might want to reply to. Yes. And then that would create a bad habit, wouldn't it? Yeah. Which is hard because I bloody love working and I like replying back to people. I don't see it being a problem. But actually, if you're always on it, you're never off it, are you? So for me, Sunday, yeah. I, I have to really make, and sometimes I still do stuff. I still do yeah. courses and stuff like that. I do like an hour's worth of training. But I see that to me as a relaxing thing. That's what's yeah. weird. I don't see it as a chore. So it's kind of having those rules of yourself and going, right, no. And at eight o'clock at night, I make sure that I don't reply back to anyone at eight o'clock at night. And yeah. it's like last night, we text each other, didn't we? But yeah. I don't see it as being a problem. But sometimes you have to no. make those rules. Because otherwise, if you start doing oh, a bit later, a bit later, a bit later, you end up, before you know it, it's all going out, it's all going out the window, isn't it? On your phone replying back to like X, Y, and Z, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's all about, um, but I, I think that word you use, rules, is quite good because pe- people, people don't lay the, the guns down with themselves enough. They could, you know, you, you may have a thought that you're not going to drink this week or you're not going to over excess your calories this week and that might be a thought but if you actually if you don't put the systems in place for that not to happen the likelihood of it happening is is is, is a lot higher so i think having having morals and rules with yourself is, is essential i like that point that you made there yeah i think and when it comes down to it like we're like recaps i think it's a good topic but you've got to you've got to surround yourself around like-minded people i cannot stress that enough right if you want to improve your health and your happiness right and you are spending your time with the same old bozos, right? Doing the same stuff that you don't agree with. Don't hang around with them, all right? Yeah. Or reduce your time with them. That's the thing. You don't have to spend your whole life. You can meet new people, yeah? And you can go to different clubs and meet different people. But don't moan every single weekend that you've gone out, got battered, right? And then you feel sorry for yourself and you're not going to do it again. And then you go and do it again, right? <laughs> That's just, it's just frustrating. Just either do it and don't mention it, right? Or don't keep saying, I've got to change my life. Because at the end of the day, you're in control. You're in your own vehicle. And it's your choice what you do. And I'm not telling anyone to not go out and drink. That is literally not what I'm saying to do. I know loads of people that stay in great shape and go out every single Saturday. That's absolutely fine. That's their social life. Great, right? I make sure I factor in with my clients. And you're the same, Fionn. You know, you can stay in shape and you can still go out. Great. But... The people that are in between, the ones that go, oh, I'm, I feel sorry for myself. I'm, you know, I'm down, I'm down. Oh, I look, well, you've got three hours sleep Friday, four hours sleep Saturday, right? <laughs> you had absolute terrible food Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. You drank Friday and Saturday night and you did whatever else. And then you're telling me you feel bad on Monday. Well, of course you feel bad on Monday. Yeah, I'm I mean, good. you've got to be Albert Einstein like, to work that one out. Yeah. yeah, like what point do you think to yourself at the end of the day? Um, everyone says, oh, live for the moment, right? Get it, live for the moment. But I would rather live for the week rather than just a Saturday night. That's just yeah. me. But I'm not hating yeah. on anyone. I'm just saying, just take some accountability for yourself, you know? It's like for fat loss. If you're stuffing cream buns down your face every single day and then you're wondering why you're not losing body fat, you know, start taking some accountability. Start realising actually you're in control of your actions. And it, it's you that's created the issues. And no matter what, you know, information and education you get, if you don't implement the advice and the guidance, 
you're not going to improve your life. Another rant. Yeah, no, be, yeah. yeah. No, I recover no. that. You know what I mean, though. I like. No, it, no, hundred yeah. percent. People, people get themselves stuck in a rut. Yeah. And they don't give themselves the opportunity to succeed. They, they, they don't, and uh, and it's um, the environment that you put yourself in is really going to dictate that. So if you put yourself into a pub or into a club without even thinking about it on a Friday and a Saturday night, then of course you're not going to uh, progress. And um, it, it like not directly, but your environment on a Monday, naturally around you, your room's probably messy. You know, you've probably got, you know, you, know, you haven't washed your work clothes because you've been hung over. All these little things that are yeah. gonna impact the way that you move forward throughout the week. So your diet, your sleep, your how much you're moving and stuff like that, all that's gonna be very affected from say the weekend. But it's, but it's you know, who, who you surround yourself with if you're if you go out on a saturday daytime for a nice walk and a chat with one of your old pals that you haven't met up with for a while and then that'll make you sleepy for a saturday night so you make sure you don't go out and all this kind of stuff it, 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 it's it's amazing it, how much other people around you impact you definitely yeah I think, and i think do you know what i love i love that sunday morning right when i'm getting up and i'm driving down to west bay and already I'm met by like eight cyclists, full on lycra up, right? Lycra, yeah. helmet, the glasses, you know, cycling. I think last class, literally, I think I might end up doing that one day. Because you, you see them in a group of people, they haven't been yeah. out Saturday night, or they have been out Saturday night. Bloody hell, they're machines. And they've got yeah. a massive cycle, you know, got the fresh air, they probably stopped to have coffee and cake, you know, they want a big laugh, you know, that's social size. So you can still do stuff that's fun. And that's, that's fine, but it doesn't have to revolve in literally getting battered week in, week out. That's the thing, you know. You can yeah. still do stuff to chill out. It doesn't involve drinking a bottle of wine every single night. That's, that's, the, big, that's the big picture. And yeah. just to recap, your environment does dictate success. So if you want to train, we highly recommend you get another environment to train in, i.e. go into a gym rather than train at home or train in another room. If you want to sleep, remember, don't work. Or don't watch TV in your bedroom if you're struggling sleeping. Your room is just for sleeping and for sex. Nice bottom line, that's how it is. And if you're working from home, which a lot of people are at the moment, use a spare room if you can. I mean, I'm in my spare room now. Unfortunately, Theon, you go to a coffee shop, don't you? I do go to a coffee shop, yeah, on a Friday because my Friday workload is um, pretty full on. So what I do is, uh, at the moment, I'm in my room and that's what I was doing in lockdown because... I know it sounds a little bit hypocritical, but I wasn't sitting in my bed and typing on my laptop. I made myself a nice little desk, like you were saying about the house plant. Got mine yeah. here. <laughs> got a nice, got my whiteboard just up there, my pens and everything. I invested in in, in a um, in a few little things, my notepads next to me, all that kind of stuff, and tried to create a, an environment for myself. And I feel like that worked quite well over lockdown. But I go to a coffee shop now because. Sometimes when I'm sitting at home and the dog's barking and their mum comes in and the wind's blowing away and the Wi-Fi's being terrible and all these kind of things. And I just, yeah. it shoots up and I can't create them walls. These walls just keep getting knocked down that I'm in. I, yeah. I, what I, do is I imagine myself sitting in a box on my laptop, looking at my thingies and building these walls around me. And that's the coffee shop. Yeah, definitely. And a, and a coffee and maybe a bag of crisps or something, whatever it yeah. is. That's the walls, that's the foundation that I'm building all around me. Yeah. But if I, if you're at home doing something and then 
oh, dinner's ready, and it's like, oh, for God's sake, I was literally just about to finish this email. All yeah. that kind of stuff. But I know but, exactly what you mean. Yeah. 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 Do, you, do you sit in Morrison's with your cream? I sit in that? the, um, I sit in a car. I sit in the car. If anyone sees me sitting in the car typing away, do not come to my car. I do not want to talk to anyone. <laughs> hey, hey, I may shoot though because I'm going to crack on and I. But that was a good show, everyone. Uh, love chatting to everyone and I hope it all helped you. And I know I go off the tangent a little bit and go on, on a thing, but I think I just want to fire people up and get people to realize yeah. that you can change yourself, okay? It's down to you, no one else but yourself, all right? And you little boy, Fionn? Bye now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll see everyone soon. Have a bloody great week and enjoy yourself. See you soon. Bye then. <laughs>